Alright, let's get it. You ready? You ready? Y'all ready? Yeah. No pressure. We, yeah, we good to no, go now. No pressure. Alright, we need answers podcast episode 56, I believe. 57. 57. I, I can't never get it right. Alright, we back. Hairstylist part two. Hairstylist part one was the very one of my few very first episodes. But everybody in here today, more talent. The whole purpose of this podcast episode is to showcase Baltimore's talent with the hair, with the braiding, with the cutting, with the styling, all that. Every time I do this episode, we just putting it out there and y'all, you know, y'all looking for a hairstylist, barber, braid or whatever. Now you got options. So holla at them. Everybody in here drunk so far. So everything is kicking in early. So we're going to have a great podcast on this Super Bowl Sunday. I don't yes. have no winner in the pot. Oh, well, let's let's ask who y'all like in the Super Bowl, real quick. Who you like? Well, it's not about who I like. Who you think gonna, gonna win? win? Who you think gonna win? Tampa. Okay. Who you got now? I know that. I like Tampa. Who you got, Eric? I just want to see a good motherfucking game, man. You, know? <laughs> you said that. Yes. Yeah, a, a good game. I want to see a good game too. Oh. Me too. Who you like? Same. All right. Well, we we revisit this Thursday Super when Bowl we post this to see who won. That's what I want to see. Yeah, oh. and that commercial. Super Bowl All right. So before we get it started, everybody can introduce this. Well, let's introduce ourselves and how you guys started doing here. We can go left to right. Go ahead, Janet. Hey, Breakfast Club. I'm Jan. <laughs> um, on Instagram, Jan so stylish. My brand is the Stylish Click. And how did I get started in the kitchen? Okay. That's what I want to say. Um, I probably started doing hair in second grade. That's mm. very young. I had two older sisters, my mom, family full of women, mm. my little cousins, my aunts. I was doing everybody. I loved it. And it started from... <laughs> Why are you laughing? No, but Don't pay on them. Good. It started from the kitchen. That's where it started back in yeah. the day. You know, hot comb, yeah. curlers, rollers every Saturday, putting the perms in. Right. Um, I used to roll a set my mother's hair every Saturday. Then it, it it started going more. I would walk down the street. I live right next to a beauty supply store, shopping center right in front of my house. I walk okay. down there, buy different things, braid your hair, tracks, perms, colors, uh-huh. call all my friends. Go down, then it went down to the basement because the kitchen was getting crowded. Right, okay. Down Started in the basement. <laughs> down in the basement, I would be like, hey, who wants to come over? I could do your hair. And it went from there. And by the time I was about 13, my sister was like, you know, you should go to high school for cosmetology. Mm-hmm. They were much older. They had already, you know, been through high school. She was like, I think that would be a good idea for you. So she took me, you know, to the open house, mm-hmm. went up to the high school. I talked to the teacher and... She told me, right, you know, we talked on the back of my application. Mm-hmm. And I wrote it and I got in, and it went from there. I got my license at 17 years old. I was young. I was ready. I started working at shops, actually, when I was 13 in Dang. high school. Okay. My first job. I was Washing a shampoo, I was yeah, a yeah. shampoo girl go. Um, <laughs> at Security Mall, Royal Beauty. <laughs> it was in the back of the mall. You know, back then, security was it was hot. Yeah, it was popping. Yeah, it was like yeah. after school. Uh-huh. Go That's where I was going. I was okay. washing hair. I was happy. Made a little money. $5 a head was a lot for me back then. Yeah. 
Um, and from there, I went to a couple different shops all throughout high school while I was in my cosmetology program. Uh-huh. And it just went from there. Okay. Yeah. Knowledge. The producer extraordinaire on this one, Wes. <laughs> Yo. How you get started with the cutting? I started in the house, you know, cutting my homeboys for real. Um, and then fast forward uh, to college, I met uh, my man Keith. at um, We was at Jay's over on Charles Street. Mm-hmm. My homegirl was like, yo, come get something to eat with me. Went there. Keith was like, yo, who uh, do y'all have? Because this time I had dreads. And then she was like, yo, um, yeah, my man cut hair. Somehow we got on the subject of cutting hair. And she was like, yo, my man cut hair. He was like, where you cut it? I said, out the bathroom. He was like, well, I can help you get your license if you're serious. I was like, shit, I'm serious. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, I was in my mind, I'm thinking I could kill two birds with one stone. I can graduate from college, get my degree, and get my barber's license. Mm-hmm. So I started cutting professionally like my junior year, like sophomore, junior year of college. And then by the time I graduated, I had my license. And okay. then from there, it was, you know, 20 years now. So that's 20 years this year. So that's yeah, that's what's up. E, champ, what's talk up, to champ? us. How you doing, champ? How you get it started, champ? Well, champ, I never really <laughs> thought I would ever be cutting hair. Like, my guys to this day, like, yo, you really cutting hair. Like, I can't believe this shit. Like, yeah. And it's just that, you know, it started, it's something you say when you have a son that you always want to learn how to cut hair to cut your son's hair. Yeah. So then I had a son, and then he was six months old, and then I ended up going to the federal penitentiary for quite a long time. And I said, you know what? I didn't, you know, get to learn on the street. So, hey, you know, I learned then up cut my like a hand, like let me see in prison. Mm-hmm. So I started with a razor and a comb, mm-hmm. and I started doing myself because I don't want nobody messing my hair up. And I started manifesting and perfecting myself. Mm-hmm. Like Jay Z said, it's no person on this God's surface surface is perfect except yeah. Jesus. Right. But I'm a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. So when I got so nice doing myself, guys would see me. In the unit, but like, yo, they would go to the barbershop to get their hair cut, but want me to shape them up. So that was cool. So all the guys started sneaking into the unit from other units, taking a chance, getting, you know, the hair cut. Mm-hmm. So a dude named Mr. Black, he was about 65 years old. And he was getting old. He was retired, didn't want to cut hair no more in the joint. He says, man, you need to get in the barbershop. I said, man, I don't know how to work them clippers. I use them little battery-operated machines and a little razor and a comb. Mm-hmm. He said, I'll teach you. So he got me in the barbershop. And 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 the penitentiary in the feds, and he showed me how to work some of the clippers. So I, I got used to always asking him, Mr. Black, this one right here. Yeah. He like, yeah. I put his one blade on. This one right here. Mm-hmm. He like, yeah, e. So I would constantly ask him, even though I knew already. Mm-hmm. So one day he dipped out on me, mm-hmm. and when I turned around and asked him, he wasn't nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. So I started panicking, like, shit, I can't ask him no more. Yeah. So I already knew the answer. Okay. So I started, you know, manifesting, and I started, you know, and, and I started getting my craft. Every single day I would cut my hair. When I wasn't in the prison barbershop, I was always cutting in my sleep. Okay. I couldn't wait to get up to do it again. That was my sanity. That kept my peace of mind. Right. And not only I said, when I get to the streets, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a whole different type of, you know, machine with yeah. this. Every piece of hair counts. Right. I take it seriously. I take it personal. Okay. Just like my street cred was in the streets. Yeah. I'm gonna do the same thing with cutting hair. Okay. So when I came home, and I'm getting the salon. Yeah. Once I started going around the five different barber shops and learning the business, and I finally got my own. Uh-huh. And and like you said, it's just it's a blessing mm-hmm. because everybody I cut, 
they leave who they're going to, or they leave whoever they was previously getting their hair cut from. And fuck and with then, you. And, yeah, fuck with me. So mm-hmm. I had the business for like seven years, had a salon seven, eight years. I got tired of it. Okay. I only had the salon for women, mm-hmm. and I had my own personal shop upstairs for cutting just to give them, to, to, to teach them how to be on their own or mm-hmm. to get their own business. I had one girl one time, she was pregnant the whole nine months. She was in a bad little situation. I said, you ain't got to pay me boofering for the whole nine months. Mm-hmm. I said, but save that money. Right. So that when that nine months come, you can have so much money in your foundation to get your own shop yeah. and take care of your baby. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really wanted to be mobile. Right. So I started going mobile, uh-huh. going to people's houses. Yeah. But then I said, you know what? My homie in L.A. I was locked up with. He ended up doing a mobile van joint. Uh-huh. And I've been had the idea. Right. Even when I had my shop, but yeah. I said I had to make sure all my girls was good first. Right. I just can't dip in everything else or whatever, whatever, whatever. But long mm-hmm. story short, I started doing a mobile barber cutting. Mm-hmm. And I was the first one mm-hmm. in the whole on the whole East Coast, the DMV, Northeast region, okay. everywhere. Okay. Because not saying that everybody is not important, mm-hmm. but it's just that along the way, yeah. I had to let some people off the elevator. Okay. And what I mean by that is that an elevator goes up, but you got to let some people off before it goes to the top. Everybody Save some can, of that, E. Every, Save some of that. Everybody can rise. Everybody can rise. You know what I'm saying? The question was, Save some of that, E. 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 Save some of my Instagram name is Karan Cavallari. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing hair for over, I'm going to say like 13 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I started off as a shampoo girl. Um, and I also, um, I started doing my own hair. Um, I had very, very older parents. And um, my mom couldn't do hair. Like, when I say she cannot do hair, so to the point where so I got very annoyed with her. Like, I used to keep braising my hair for like probably like a month or two. They started locking up. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, I'm going to start doing my own hair. Um, I remember my mother, she taught me how to roll hair with uh, newspaper. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, my parents was old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she was not giving me no money to get rollers. Like, newspaper, I was rolling my hair. I was like, oh, it worked. Um, so, eventually, um, I went to cosmetology school. Um, I worked in two salons um, as a shampoo girl um, for quite some time. And after that, uh, I pretty much branched off on my own. Like, I've had a studio space on Charles Street, not too far from here. Um, I was there for probably like four or five years. I've seen people come and go. Mm-hmm. Um, what can I say? Uh, I mean, I'm still doing it. Like, <laughs> thank God. You know, right, it's paying yeah, the bills. Yeah. This, yeah. I love hair. I love doing hair. Eventually, I can see myself being an educator. Um, mm-hmm. People always ask me, like, you know, if you wasn't doing hair, what would you do? Most definitely, I would be an educator. Um, okay. I would want to teach, most definitely. Like, um, hair is my passion. Okay. And most of all, um, um, I started doing hair because um, I had grew up in foster care. Well, not foster care. I'm going to say a foster home. Mm-hmm. Um, I was adopted at a young age. And I seen, like, my mom, she would get kids maybe, like, three or four kids, mm-hmm. you know how they go, they come and go. And, you know, a lot of kids' hair was jacked up, you know, like, right. foster kid don't pay but so much money, yeah. you know? So it really made, it put an input into myself, like, you know what, 
I want to do something to make myself happy. Mm-hmm. The girls happy. I mean, it might have been like one boy. You know, they can't really put too many boys in. Yeah, home. yeah. You know, I was. <laughs> but um, that made me really step up and pretty much do hair itself too. That's smart. Yeah. That's smart. Mm-hmm. So we was doing each other hair in the house, but I was doing the hair. Like, <laughs> I had it on my Okay, Miss <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> Carrie used to braid my hair. I always tell her braid my hair on Instagram and shit in her comments. Mm. She used to be one of my first hair braiders. Talk, how you get started in the game? Because I oh, seen man. the evolution from the ground up. Talk uh, to us, though. Oh, well, first, I just had an eye for it. You know, I would look at people braids back in, like, early 90s, 2000s. Mm. I was like, damn. He got a style, <laughs> not just braids. Yeah, I mean this is back when Lil Wayne, Bow Wow, Romeo was okay. wearing braids, mm-hmm. and I was like, I looked at it like like art. Mm-hmm. You know, I first looked yes. at it like it artwork is. before anything. Art. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, damn, they making artwork out of hair. Mm-hmm. Before I looked at it like braids, that's how I looked at. it. I'm like, damn, he he painted a picture, or she, he or she, mm-hmm. whoever braided the hair, mm-hmm. they made that shit like art. Yeah, and I was like, I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't even know that I liked the craft. Okay, I knew I liked the result. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm gonna try that one mm-hmm. day. I like that. You know, and just stood out. And my mother was, um, I was the only child then for 12 years. My mom was pregnant with my little brother, and I'm like, you know, he gonna have braids. It's okay. the culture. Yeah, yeah. Ian, Wayne, Bow Wow, Alvin Iverson, that was it. That was it. Braids. He had the Iverson, the zigzag, yeah, crisscross yeah. joints. Yeah, I'm yeah. like. <laughs> My brother, it's a beautiful gonna, time. He's gonna be cheap. Yeah, he's gonna, yeah. have, a, he gonna <laughs> have a joint. You so, already know. So, you know, I was already practicing, and it was, um, like I said, it was a part of our culture, and we already had people wearing braids, rocking braids. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna try out. So, I tried it out. To be honest, I didn't know you can get paid for that type of work. Mm-hmm. I was looking at, like, really, like art. I'm mm-hmm. just like, I'm gonna produce something. People won't like it or mm-hmm. they not. Yeah. I didn't know if it came with a profit. I loved it first. Profit, profit, profit. Passion, listen, passion, but for profit. Right. It all comes. you first. It all comes. You gotta love it before you profit from it. Absolutely right. Yeah. So when I looked at it, I loved it for the artwork, but for the profit, I didn't know you can get paid for it. I'm like, they like that. Wait till they see this. Right. Right. I'm practicing. I do my brother head like. This. I'm gonna put the S down there with the money sign. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm praying. Yeah. So one day a dude hollered at me like, he gave me some money. I'm like, to braid his hair. Yeah, I'm like, yo, you gave me fifty dollars. Mm. I'm twelve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I could buy drawings for this and yeah. I do this two times. Right. You know, right. Ninety nine dollars. Yeah. So I'm right. like, all right, cool. Uh, my my job really was doing it out of hobby, out of out of light work. I wasn't doing it for work. That's I'm, the best I'm way to do I'm 12, it. 13. Yeah. I'm doing it for fun because I'm trying to create way. like my Picasso, yeah. my picture, mm. my portrait. So I'm just doing it. Mm. I said, I know a nigga slime me $50. I'm 12. I'm, right. I'm rich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I gained a love for it because I, I always looked at it like artwork first. Okay. And then, I mean, as growing up, you got knowledge here. You got, you got people that taught me a business side. Like, yeah. If you yeah. times this, if you can charge, if, if somebody going to willing to pay you this uh-huh. for that, yeah. imagine what you can do ten mm. times that right. times yeah. this. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I put them, I put, I mixed the money with the profit with the passion, mm-hmm. and it became a business. Okay. So okay. I put the business. Yeah. And move, you yeah. one of my first clients. Yeah. I'm definitely. like, yo, you coming at twelve? Let me wash the dishes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm wash the dishes at eleven. Wash the dishes at eleven. I remember. I remember. Yeah, I'm gonna wash the dishes at eleven. 
Moon gonna be here by twelve. In the kitchen, I'm washing in, my hair. I'm gonna lean them in the sink at twelve thirty. Man, listen. In the kitchen, washing my hair. You braid my hair. I didn't wash it. I didn't wash the dishes and wash the hair all in the same sink. Yes. And I didn't know I could pay. I could be paid for something I love to do. Yeah. That's once I learned, I, I didn't, I, I never was doing it for money. Yeah. I did it because of the artwork that it produced. Yeah. When somebody walked out, they was like, yo, mm -hmm. I, don't I don't even know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, you yeah. like it? I love it. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So once I realized there was some love in it and somebody like, I'm willing to give you this for that. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Right. So I learned the business savvy of, in it and of it. Uh, Somebody sat me down one time and was like, yo, if you double that times this in a week, uh, you can make this. Yeah. I'm like, for real? Cake up. I'm 17. Yeah. What you mean I could buy a car tomorrow? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, yeah. I, learned, I learned the value in what I already had a love for. And then I just took off after that. And um, now I'm at a point where I'm trying to just progress mm -hmm. and give back to what I've learned, what I've mm -hmm. grown. To more people that have that same passion where they don't know the business side of what can mm -hmm. come with the passion. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. You got passion for something, but you can profit from it yeah. too. It's nothing you, better than to make money for something you love. That, and that's that. That's yeah. in a nutshell. That's yeah. all I like. Because you would, I feel like all of y'all would do this even if you ain't get money for it. No, at the end of the that. day, and you got to find your balance in it. It's like, <laughs> I love to do it. When it start becoming, feeling like a job, you be like, Fuck I'm, this I'm, shit. I'm working too. I don't want to go in. I might as well at, fill out the FM Amazon. I might yeah. as well work the clock. And but it's a when lot you, of when you like love that. it, mm -hmm. and it is. Mm -hmm. but, I've seen them. Excuse me. But when you Tell love it, how, like, uh, when you love it, it give a different. Like when my clients get up before they pay me, they be like, "Oh, this stuff cut on me more than I thought." Yeah. Before mm -hmm. they even pay, before they even know the total, yeah. they looking in the mirror like, "I love I this." I like this. Yeah. This you fit make my head. This fit my head. Yeah. I'm like, all right, total for five thousand sixty. <laughs> 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 you know, your total was this, but I mean, so now you're saying for passion, that you know? question for all y'all: do does the the reaction from the client make y'all go harder? Hell yeah. yeah. For me, hell okay. yeah. The reaction from the client made me go. It can make your day. Yeah, the yeah. review. When I look back at my reviews, I check too. my reviews and I be like, "I love the experience." I'm like, "I ain't had to eat one." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like ten minutes late. Yeah. I was late. Like, like, like I she, was like, I was late. Like she said, she let it's it, the thrill yeah. it's of them liking the haircut that turned you on more than any like okay. more than the money because you know you you charging for what I'm charging. When you book, you know you are gonna pay. Yeah. So I already know what I'm gonna make off of it before yeah. you because sat down. Because I look at myself being somebody else in the street. If I was to see that, like, damn, that shit look good. Right, but when you get up. You be like, yo, yeah, you fade me out that much. Like, my hands did God, that. God, you like, <laughs> my hands did that. I, you be like, I went to the girl over there, but when I went to you, I had this. Right. You love that one. They look, it's di it hit back. different from the money. Mm -hmm. The money, the money gonna come because ain't no, come. ain't no net worth for the value worth. Yeah. Bingo. You know what love I mean? It. Like, y'all, is this most of y'all only jobs that y'all have had? Yes. Only I didn't, job. I ain't gonna hold you. I didn't work. Self security jobs. I don't okay. work Johns Hopkins. I don't work jobs, and that shit only paid a small bill. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I looked up like, why am I here? Mm -hmm. No, you my know? ass worked a lot of jobs. <laughs> 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 Nigga, I used to work before I became a barber. I used to work at Sam's Club in the freezer, uh -huh. stocking the freezer from four a.m. to twelve at the noon. Mm -hmm. Before that, I was a uh, like a maintenance man at Garden Village. I didn't work at a temp agency. I didn't mm -hmm. done 
nigga, one time I had a, a job with uh, the one dude. We was they was installing the in ground pools. Mm. I worked at the factory, the joint where they putting together boxes. Mm. Man, I done done but everything. Did you know how to cut before this? Mm. Already? Mm, yeah. I was cutting in high school. So you before I became a professional professional, like, to go back, to to add on, because she made me think about when she said something about her story. And when your story, like, my when I moved with my father, he was like, you might want to learn how to cut your own hair. Mm-hmm. That way yeah. it can save you some money. Okay. That's what got me started, cutting my own hair. Okay. So then my homeboys was like, yo. So, I'm yeah, I'm shit. cutting in high school. Yeah. You know, my na- my people ran away. A lot of people that, that like, is... Major players right now, mm. I've been cutting their hair since the bathroom days. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So it's crazy. It's okay. funny when we talk about it. But yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. the city's so small. Yeah. Not <laughs> real shit. What about you, Janet? This is your first only job? Because um, you said 13. So. Yeah. So I did hair from like 13 to 21. Then when I graduated from college, mm-hmm. I tried to, you know, do a Jesus few up. No, I graduated from Morgan. Okay. I tried to um I tried a few I tried a few other things and you know, hair was always gonna be in the background. So it's crazy that I would go to a job and my hair would look nice and people would be like, Who does your hair? And I would tell them like, Oh, I do my hair. They would be like, Okay, well can you do my hair? Like I'm like, I'm not at a shop right now, but you know so I always it it was just a short period of time probably for like maybe four years Uh that I had to do something else but that hair it was right there it was to the point where one time I actually I had a job I was working um, at a call center and I would work at a salon on Saturdays I was making more on Saturdays than I made all week at the job right and I was like, you know what? That's crazy. It's yeah. time to go. That's yeah. crazy. One day. Because I, I, go ahead. And I loved it. So it wasn't just the money. It was like, I loved doing hair. It made me so much happier. I used to feel trapped in that, like, corporate life kind of. <clears> just <throat> like you in a, it felt yeah. like you was just like in a box. Yeah. And, and, and another thing, like you said about being creative. I'm a creative. I'm an artist. I'm a, I'm passionate. I don't like doing the same thing every day. Yeah, I want to live, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like hair allows me to do that. That's what I appreciate about y'all craft because y'all, y'all can do anything at y'all own leisure. Even uh, accepting people, y'all do it how y'all want to do it and everything. Because the last episode I said... When they was talking, I was like, well, this sound like legal drug dealing. Doing no, it. real shit. It is. Like the money. It is. Oh, it it is. The money, the hustle. No, real shit. Imagine trying to have your boofrent. Man, and listen. you only had like two clients. <laughs> you have to have y'all got you on this. I'm going to front you that. Yeah. Pass me that. I'm going to front you that. But no, but at no, the end of the day, shit. y'all really could say, say if y'all say we closed today, but you like, all right, I need to make a couple dollars. Come today. I can do that today. Yeah. Right or wrong? Mm-hmm. Right. No, real right. shit. It, so, it is. move. Yeah. It's a whole. I, I can't speak for everybody else uh-huh. and other guys that cut. I know some guys is nice out yeah. in the city. Yeah, and a lot of individuals in this town that uh-huh. everybody look up to is they, they nice. Yeah, I done taught them a little something. Something. <laughs> I ain't saying no names. Yeah, and, and all the ones that think that they oh they look up to they nice. Yeah, that if I showed them text messages they'd be like Damn, <laughs> they think of you highly like that. But yeah. it's just that it's, it's dope money. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not, not a dude. Shit. It's yeah. not a dude in this fucking town. I be seeing y'all on IG. A lot of the hairstyles look like Move. they selling drugs. Move. It's <laughs> not. Move. Y'all we really shot it. Y'all really shot it. Yo, we really get to it. Yeah. Yo, like, yeah. with no cut And that's also like, like 
when I was doing hair and I had when I first started getting clients, I I would I ain't gonna lie, I would spend my money like every day, Lord. like I'm gonna you get know it you back get it next back. day. Yeah, but then it, it had to hit you like, check you oh no, she's saying you getting down? all these yeah. clients, yeah. booth rent going up. Like, right. What? Right. My mm. rent going up. Oh yeah, yeah. Your client, you no using about. this, you using that. What? Yeah. They, you know, you started putting it together like, look, I gotta start having a strategy. I gotta start getting my own. You know, even being in different salons, you see some shady shit. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. did. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. You know, I mean, speaking on myself, I know, and you know, but it's just like, you know, we all battered it up like, we're going to get the money back this day. Mm-hmm. But most of all, we balance it out. Like, real yeah. shit, we do. Yeah. Like, we <laughs> balance it out. Yeah. 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 You got With your good days and you got your bad days. Man, yeah. we live yeah. a, lot we of bad live days, a regular life me. like everybody else. Yeah. You know, people yeah. look at us mm-hmm. like, Oh, we better because we entrepreneurs. At the end of the day, I feel like we work harder. Oh, you know, a nigga that's clocking at Amazon, he putting packages together. You got a that's whole guarantee. Yeah, you got you can go from Amazon yeah. to the manager yes. to the manager yes. to the district manager. You got a schedule. As an entrepreneur, we sit back and we like, damn, how we going to double up what we yeah, already did? That's true. As an entrepreneur, we got to get into our mind frame. Mm-hmm. We got to get into our mindset. We be like, they, as in a corporate business, they like, how can we outdo them? Mm. And an entrepreneur system, we like, how can we outdo ourselves? Okay. okay. You know what I mean? We got, when we get back to the drum board, we looking at like, how can you outdo you? So once you I get a certain, I mean? like, once you get your clientele a certain way, different. you can't really count your money ahead of time. No, a clientele. No, you can never count your money ahead of time. Hell never. Never count your money ahead of time. You gotta see the vision first. You gotta be like, listen. Because she might not come. I see what I got now. But it's you against you all day. It's always you against you. It ain't never against you against you about the other barber, about the other barber. I'm stylist, but I have a braider. Yeah. It's always you against you. As, okay. a, as an entrepreneur, it's you hurt yourself. You. Smoke is like, always. don't count your eggs before they hatch. Yeah. Yeah. That part. I know I can make $1,000 a day. Mm-hmm. Right. Then what, though? For what I get charged. But right. then what? But at the end of the day, it ain't guaranteed. No. Yeah. I don't right. care how nice I am. Yeah. Right. I don't care what type of dudes I deal with on a level with a pay scale where they pay yeah. top right. dollar. But yeah. then it's what? It's just that. I treat every because like what she said, right? Karan, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you get to the point you you blowing so much money, yeah. and you depend on making it. Yeah. Like I'm gonna go the other direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yo, I got the plug front me, so I'm gonna keep blowing it because he's gonna keep front me. So the right. plug ain't there no more. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you gotta save. Mm-hmm. Right. Once yeah. you save and get you a plan, so every day and every week and every month I act like, yo, shit is fucked up. Yo, Man, God. you got yeah. yo, yeah. as yeah. an entrepreneur, yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. key. Right. Because that's I don't never key. wanna be okay. yeah. taking that's my key. blessing from God yeah. Yeah. and be like, yo, yeah. I'm too cocky. Because my ass can be replaced. Man, listen. So what she said. You know, right. Kira, what she was saying is that, like you said, I don't count my eggs before they hatch. True. But true. you got some dudes be like, and I feel like can't count the money before they even get their client in the shed. And I share. feel like now that social media is so popular with everybody that do it, it's like you can't really say that because anybody, you can see a page one day and be like, oh, she do good, <clears throat> she do good, he cut head good, I could go to him or I could try her. It's like, money everywhere. But see, that's where, that's where the, the, the... Loyalty lies in. Okay. Yeah. I ain't worrying about... Oh, honestly, I don't even be caring about them social media. People that be hitting me and my DM about stuff, they people that, that burned their bridges most of all. True. They not on time. It be They have a lot of BS with them. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. You know, it might be a client that's looking for something here, here and there, but it's about the people that just been, 
messing with you from day one. I, yeah. I mean, I, thank God, I still have people that been coming to me for years. Like, uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. so it's loyalty over it's to a, me. So I mean, loyalty is key in this business. Yes, yeah, for sure. It depends yeah. well, what type of loyalty. No, it depends. Yeah, yeah, it depends. It depends. Uh, it, it, now, <laughs> now, if you want me to break it down, I just got a new client, for instance. Okay. He been going to his guy for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Just like when I was on the streets. I thought my barber, man, he was a shit. But every week it'd be different. One week it'd be good. Another week it'd be different. Mm-hmm. If you're having a bad day in the industry as a barber, mm-hmm. you shouldn't just cut hair. Yeah. Because every client I cut is the same every week. Okay. He come. There's no excuses. Right, it's supposed right, to be the right, same. Right. He want the same So I gave him something. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. He sat in the chair when I finished him yesterday. He says, man, shit. I said, what? I gotta figure out how I'm gonna tell my barber, man. I'm not coming back to him. <laughs> I said, yeah. you ain't gotta tell him nothing. Right, you ain't gotta Just tell don't him. Go. Oh, yeah. I said, I'm gonna break it down in street terms. Cause yeah. he was somebody from the streets. Yeah. I said, okay, you going to the plug. He giving you the same thing. He charging you 50. I got the same thing I'm charging you 20. Yeah. Who you gonna come to? <laughs> right. You right. even price. He said, I never it thought about price. it that way. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. saying Girl, I'm cheap. Okay. I'm not saying I'm cheap, okay. but you're not gonna, if you're not satisfied, mm-hmm. it's not about loyalty. It's not about loyalty. It's about loyalty. being consistent. No, That's why I treat every, like what she mm-hmm. said, every client I treat mm-hmm. like it's my last. You gotta treat mm-hmm. them like royalty every like time. Royalty. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if a client was coming to me 20 years versus the client to me coming was two days. If two days client had right. Matt made way more treat them the than same the years, way. Treat them the same yeah. way. Yeah. Like royalty because at the end of the day if we don't have a service to provide and a pipe coming to get the service. Yeah. I got to look at it like that. He coming to get the service. Right, right. And the experience. Yeah. Experience. They coming to get You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I don't give him They coming to see you. If he paying only what I'm charging, I'm going to give him that experience. Yeah. They come, they'll, at the Treat end of the day, when I, when I count up, Treat I'm looking at equal. like, damn, he only paid this, he only paid that. Mm. He coming for the experience because yeah. at the end, at the end of my, uh, my, rev- at my, my experience, your service say, Check out on experience. How you how you like your service? How you okay. like your this? How you like your that? Okay. You gotta feel like Ubi. Yeah. Did you like your service? <laughs> yeah, you like yeah, your yeah, drop yeah, off? Yeah, how yeah. you like your food? Yeah. Same thing. Okay. Yo, fuck the money. The money gonna be there because you yeah. gotta pay the deposit first to even book exactly. yeah, first. Right, right. Okay. I'm, I'm eating off. I'm eating off. I'm eating off you before I give you an experience. I'm gonna yeah. already eat off you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But when you go back and be like, damn. Yeah. They was smoking hookah, you know, they said hookah. Yeah. I caught them on a Wednesday. <laughs> Thank you, church service on Wednesday. Okay. I'm holy fine. You know what I mean? You got to be looking at it. Yo, people love an experience more than they like anything. Yeah, absolutely. And you got to have a real heart. You got to have a real heart passion. Yeah. Because yeah. you have all the bad reviews. They just want their own Yo. experience. That's my theory. Passion before profit, always. Okay. Mm. You got to love what you do before Passion you love before what profit. you do. You know what I mean? You got to say something else. Yeah, I was gonna say I I don't bank on loyalty because one thing I learned um, early on was you know how you're in a shop and and one day you cutting somebody then maybe the next week you come in there and your man chair okay and you can't feel no kind of weight like yeah. that was something yeah. man my man always established it's not about beef between barbers okay it's about money right it's about yeah. the money coming to the building uh, for one being in our establishment right you know and and like to like any day somebody could be like yeah, especially now with the corona things and change yeah. but never i never bank on loyalty after i learned that lesson like okay. nah you you just got to keep consistent what they were saying keep consistent with yourself like i always stress the people that i've that i've came across or taught or whatever Yo, treat it like you had a nine to five. 
Yeah. Treat it like you had a job. Respect it. Respect, 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 respect it. it. Yeah, yeah. Report. If you're saying your schedule is this, report at this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do that, man, because right. that will get you what you're trying to get to. Okay. Yeah. All right, so my next question for everybody. What is your pet peeve doing here? What, is, what don't you man, like? start with Jan and work your way around. What, what oh, don't you yeah. like? Like, what's, what's something that annoys start, you? Start, start the, your way around. And I, I was going to start with the positive, but y'all basically said that, but we can we can revisit that. But what's something that really... I well, you can answer both. Let's do both. What's something that, what's something that, that makes you... What's something... What's your, what's your biggest... Your biggest plus about doing this and your biggest negative. Like, what's, what bothers you about doing it? So, the plus, of course, is always, like, meeting new people, having that good experience, just mm-hmm. making me feel good that you love your head and mm-hmm. you're feeling good. You might be feeling confident. You know, you may be dealing with something, whatever we talk about, whatever we discuss. Mm-hmm. I love that connection that you have with the clients. It's more than just you as a hairstylist. It's mm-hmm. us. It's just people being able to connect. Okay. So, that's the one thing I love about it, other than, you know, the, the creatives and everything looking good. Mm-hmm. Um. My pet peeve is, I don't really know exactly what my pet peeve is. (laughs) It could be different things. It it could be different things. I'm very picky. I'm Uh okay dealing with picky clients. Okay. I can't be a pet peeve to somebody who's being picky. Uh Uh-huh. Probably my pet peeve is going to be a book and a cancel. Don't cancel and waste my time. It's like, we missing out. Somebody else could have had your spot. Yeah. You know, you're not here. And then it's like, now I'm just standing here waiting for somebody to get here. Communication. Yeah, like, I I don't like when people, you know, if you book and then you might not come or you say, I can already tell if you sound unsure. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes, you know, I... I even have on my website. I'm very understanding. If you're mm-hmm. going through something, something happened, just give me a call. Sometimes I'm going to be going through something. I yeah. might be late yeah. or whatever the case may be. I just feel like people should just communicate. So okay. that, that probably is my pet peeve. Okay. Oh, that's real sure. Gotcha. Yeah. Knowledge, what you say? Um, I would definitely say um, a, a book in a in a no call, no show mm-hmm. definitely irritates me. Um, one thing that irritates me is... People that know, like, been coming to me for a while. And they ask how much. And they ask, no. Oh, we know yours. We know yours. No. You said it was a hard one. Wait, wait, wait. 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 Wait, wait, Yo, you in the shop today? Okay. No, you know I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That irks me. Okay. And then when and then when yeah. people be like, um, like they know I'm closing at six and be like, they call me at three and be like, yo, what time you closing? <laughs> yo, can I come at five thirty? <laughs> or see what you say. Yeah, because y'all, I done learned something about. I'm gonna just say nuggers. <laughs> <laughs> you tell them you closing at six, they want to show up at five fifty. Yeah. And like nah, bro. Yeah. I, that irritates yeah. me. Don't yeah. show up okay. when because I say yo, okay. when you at your job mm-hmm. and you I know can, it's time for you get off. You gonna be pissed. You, would you like your boss in. to come? And you say yeah. yo, I got one more thing yeah. for you to do. Yeah. Right. No, you don't like that. Right. Like you know right. I'm about nah, to get off. Shit. Like come on, yo. Kills me. So what? What you? What you? What do you? What's your 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 biggest like your plus? What do you like the most about it? Oh, about about the business? Yeah, yeah. About cutting the head? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Man, I done done, man. I would say, wow. You, you, wow. <laughs> you don't know, you don't know uh, the type of people you come, the, the type of influence you have on people. I would okay. say that because, like, okay. I've had so many times where 
I've literally said like, yeah, I'm a therapist, I'm a psychologist, I'm all yeah, of that yeah, because yeah, people come to me yeah. and they tell me stuff, and and I've literally helped people, yeah, um, out of situations. Like I've had situations where I told people like, yo, if you feel like you about to do something crazy, call me. Yeah, yeah. And and that yeah. one instant, yeah. it changed the whole you. dynamic. Yeah, yeah. True, true, true. You know, and like you never that. know how see. people. Um, look at you. Yeah. You never know. Cause yeah. we thinking like like she said, we we, we thinking like, yo, we just regular just people, hand. yo, we just yeah. doing hand, we just yeah. providing service, but yeah. nah, it really go deep to where as though I feel great about having the camaraderie with okay. my clients. Yeah. The relationships, people become more than clients, they become friends, family. I done been yeah. to people wedding receptions, all that like mm -hmm. matter of fact, quick announcement, supposedly coming up, you know, my birthday in April. Okay. So I turned forty. Mm -hmm. That's right. And it's 20 years of me cutting hair. Right. So okay. I'm trying to have a Thank big you. party. I'm inviting everybody, anybody I know, anybody okay. I don't know, you can come. We so, we you know what I'm saying? Like, we it's on an appreciation party yeah. slash yeah. birthday party slash yeah. 20 years in the business. Gotcha. That's what's up. Gotcha. That's what's up. <laughs> Champ. Yes, sir. What's your pet peeve with the business? I can honestly say, like, knowledge and what, you know, I don't have no pet peeves, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm content. It don't. Okay. Motherfuckers call me. I'm 3 o'clock in the morning. Chant. Mm -hmm. I need to cut. 5 yeah. o'clock, Ray Fly. Like, mm -hmm. what the fuck wrong with this nigga, man? I'm like, but then again, I'll be like, I got you, yo. Yeah. <laughs> because I know what they pay me. Yeah. And what I get paid. You just going to go get it. And I'm just going to go get it. And mm -hmm. I always said that when I first started mm -hmm. cutting hair. Mm -hmm. I said, I waited for this moment. Mm -hmm. So when you wait for that moment. It's no excuse True. for the time to show. Sure. Just like a person in Hollywood. When they call you on set, you got to get up out that bed. You got to go get that paper. Right. So you're going to turn down a million dollars because you don't want to go get on set 3, 4 o'clock in the morning? Nah. And, and that's, just, that's just what it is. But a lot of times I, I go above and beyond for my guys. Mm -hmm. And I sacrifice Looking me looking crazy going to events and mm -hmm. all that stuff and the stylist sometimes we look a mess. Yeah. We don't never get our hair cuts or yeah. women yeah. stylists don't get their hair done. We doing stuff in the car or whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, it's just, you know, a blessing. Yeah. So I have no pet peeves with it. Okay. And sometimes I tell my guy, like, yo, you know, I ain't I said I wasn't gonna work. I just tried you, Chad. That's all. I just tried to see if I can get in. Okay. That's only natural. Okay. So sometimes I don't answer my phone at all for days. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. dudes know what I go through sometimes. Need my peace of mind. All y'all got work phones and personal phones. Not used to. Nah, nah just, just one phone. Same phone. Okay. Same phone. Man. So what's working on a separation, man? <laughs> what's your plus then? What's your biggest? But like, what you like about? What's your biggest thing that you love about doing cutting hair? What Kira said, honestly. Uh. -huh. I have a hundred different outlets mm -hmm. that I could do to make a living. Mm -hmm. I never got to work right now if I don't want to. Mm -hmm. For the, the type of people I know, I never had to work ever again. I could work for one person and be set the rest of my life. But mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I lay back in the bed and I'd be like, man, shit. Mm -hmm. This shit is like a video game. I love no, cutting. Really. Yeah. Like what Kira said, I love, like, like we didn't laugh at her, at Jan, mm -hmm. but when she said second grade, uh -huh. I looked at, I'm drunk right now. I didn't have to drink. <laughs> <laughs> but when she said second, when she, that mixed drink, fucking mm -mm. knowledge is moonshine. Okay? But when I really drink. But yeah. when she said second grade, <laughs> yeah. I, when she said second grade, I tapped knowledge's leg. I'm like, damn, yeah. that she true to this shit. Yeah. I, I humbly respect you. Right. Because I taught myself in the penitentiary. Mm -hmm. 
and I love it. It's a mm. passion. Yeah. It's something I think about in my sleep. Mm-hmm. That I can do what others can't do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it's different. My name speaks for itself. Even yeah. in this town, it's like I commend any female hairstylist and braider because what she said, that shit ain't easy. I be looking at that like, damn, that shit mean. Right. When the Allen Iversons and everything else like that, and then yeah. when you realize you can get paid for something that you love, yeah. in the penitentiary, I did it to make my brothers oh feel my good. Yeah. Even though I got paid, but it made them feel good. Yeah. I'm like, a nooka. What he said, oh, yeah. <laughs> a nooker walking around in a penitentiary with a life sentence. Yeah, he made him feel good than a motherfucker. Okay, yeah. Man, thanks. E. That's worth a lot. Yeah, yeah. I kept him from killing somebody. Yeah, because <laughs> his head. Yeah, I stabbed this nigga. Yo, he keep on bugging. Well, cut his head, but don't worry about it. I got you. Yeah. God. I made him feel I made him feel mm-hmm. different. It's uh, emotional. Yeah. That I want to almost cry because I, this is passion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love this shit. Right. Yeah. Even though I get burnt out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But every last one of us in here and every stylist out in the world, we might get burnt out. Yeah. But we could put food on the table anytime we want, so we yeah, can't take that for granted. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Cover on. Which what you say? Yeah. <laughs> you already about to go in yeah. a minute ago. Okay. Go ahead, let us have it. Go ahead, let us have it. They be like, how much you said it was? I'm like, Duh. afterwards, when you finish. That. Right, you know how much it is. You mm-hmm. want me to text a whole 50 on? Then I tried it before. She's like, you said it was one for. All right, well, you, if you knew how much it cost, why you just didn't give me the money? Right. You know, I get it. Right. Um, That's one of my real bad peppies. I don't like that. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I guess some people aren't certain, you know. They just want to know because, you know, they didn't been to other people that just be switching the prices up. But I get it. You might have came in late or whatever the case may be. But another pet peeve of mine is I do not care for celebrity styling. I don't. I don't <coughs> care who you are. Mm-hmm. I don't care how many likes you got. Mm-hmm. Um, It's been several people that hit me up like, um, can you do um such and such hair? They might work for them or um, a friend of theirs. And um, I've reached out a couple times. And then I found out, I'm like, well, can I send a contract over? Because that's a message here. <clears throat> oh, a con- oh, well, they was doing it. They wanted yeah. to see if they could get it done. They think they if could If they play could, with you. you know, give you a shout out mm-hmm. or nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck all that. Yeah. Fuck I mean, it's all. like Fuck that right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. shout outs. Mm-hmm. And I just, oh, I, and know, I got to come to you. All right. Yeah. I just call some people media out. Like, is that, is it, do barbers do that too? Or is that just like the history? I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like more the uh, the traditional. I'm more kind of like the traditional barber. Yeah. Like I don't. That's that new Instagram. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so like, you know, like, I'm yeah. trying to tell you, I've been hit up several times. You tell me he gonna give me a shout out, like, bro. That's a shout out. Don't pay my bills, bro. I'm like the up and coming person. You have a support. Nah. If you, you got a whole clientele, then that ain't gonna benefit Nobody you. Nobody cares about a shout out. Yeah, yeah. That ain't gonna pay the bills. Let him give me the shout out. I mean, do what you want to do. It don't matter. Yeah, but you're not right. Charge me for me to support you. You're right. I'm supporting you because I support you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Never that. Yeah. yeah. So what's what's your what's, what do you like about it most? Um, I like people making women feel beautiful. I mean, I'm not even gonna say women, just people feel beautiful, period. Mm-hmm. Um I have myself been honored to do like weddings, so that was kind of special to me. Like, okay. you know, you wanted me to do your yeah, hair yeah, for your yeah. very special day, yeah. even though I hate weddings, but <laughs> uh, you know. 
I like that. And most of all, that's being a therapist. Like some, like I have clients that they call me up like, and they want to talk or they want to go grab a drink or something. But most of all, just you know, making someone feel beautiful. Okay, mm-hmm. that's real. I, I like. I respect that. I yeah. respect that. What you say, Kara? <laughs> your, your pet peeve and, and what you love the most. Oh, she's thorough. Kara, you ready? Yeah, I'm always ready. Good <laughs> <laughs> question. What's your pet peeve? Uh, my pet peeve is thinking that um, what's something that really gets to me? The expectations. Okay. So, for example, let me let me spit this to you. <laughs> I got a client. They're like, oh, I'm going to get my hair braided. I'm like, all right, cool. You want to get your hair braided. They come to the shop. No consultation. Mm-hmm. They got chopped up edges. Mm-hmm. The middle missing. Mm-hmm. And they show mm-hmm. you Back a picture. They show me a picture. That's what I want. Mm. They like, I want to get in and out. They I'm want like, you to right, make cool. a miracle. They oh want to look God. like that picture. They yeah. looking for a magician, not a braider. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. They don't never tell me this ahead again. Like, you know, I got some special conditions. Mm-hmm. You might got to work extra hard. You might got to work extra time. <laughs> so me, I'm just being my son. I'm like, right, cool. Yeah. Show me what you want. Show me what you got. I got you. They come in, the back missing, middle drive. <laughs> the, the edge is gone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you want to be out in two hours? Yeah, yeah. It's a nine hour time. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some time. Yeah, you got to work with me, baby. I'm like this. You and bro- they want to look like that picture. And, 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 they, and they only want to pay one fifty. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You only want to pay one fifty. This is $289. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dang, you, you ain't even bring the hair. <laughs> So, so that's like, borderline disrespectful. So and 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 then I feel like consultation, consult yes, with me. If you mm-hmm. if you know that when you look in the mirror you got some shit going on, yeah. let me know. Right, right. That you got so some I shit can know how to on. approach because it. Because at the end of the day, as a hairstylist, I feel like people looking for accuracy, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm looking for experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at when you sit in my chair, I'm trying to give you the best of whatever you're trying to get. Mm-hmm. But the accuracy is a time for them, mm-hmm. and mine is experience for okay. me. That's real. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know what I mean? So I'm yeah. trying to give you the best of whatever you had, mm-hmm. and you looking on your clock every yeah, second yeah, yeah, to see yeah. how long you want to get that whatever you look. But for. this take time. But just talk mm-hmm. to me. Let mm-hmm. me know that you got yeah. the spot missing. Right, right. So I can know to book you the extra 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they come in like, man, I just permed me yesterday. I don't need to be permed. But because you permed your hand before you get the braids. Right, so that's I just permed me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you come at four, my seven o'clock waiting. Yeah. I gotta push my seven o'clock to right, nine right, o'clock because right. you came okay. in with a three o'clock. It's really a very gotta, considerate yo, business. At the end of the day, yeah. it's a fluctuating business. Mm-hmm. And I expect for you to, to respect my time. Yeah. yeah. If you knew you coming, if you know, not knew, that you know you coming in with some type of condition, mm-hmm. calculate that time. Yeah. For example, as a barber, if you coming in, you got alopecia, you want me to blend that in and, and fade that out? It takes longer yo, than a regular cut. Consider that that's just. Different from a regular cut. Mm. Yeah, I sure. feel like my pet peeve is yeah. that people don't think for us. Right. No, we got to think okay. for those people. Okay. You know that, what that's I mean? That's real. And, I and see that. We, yeah. And with that extension comes time, passion, pleasure, and profit. Mm-hmm. Right. And we got to put the time. Yo, I spent it. So when we, when we tell you at the time, like, yo, your cut was 150 mm-hmm. What? I booked for the $60 style. 
Yo, but you had to get the shade yeah, 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 yeah. You had to get the fade up. And you had to get the temperature but with the wig on it. Right. You know, I ain't charge you for the wig. Right. right. I just yeah. do that thing because yeah, you yeah, add yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 things that you add on, too. That's yeah, I, I, just, I just feel thing. like the expectations be here. We already provide here. Yes. Uh-huh. But the expectations be here. Right. And I feel like because we always want to make a name for ourselves because not that we try to outdo the competition. I feel like every stylist is me versus me. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like every stylist is competing versus the next com- yeah. stylist. Mm-hmm. I feel like we see other stylists. Yeah. For example, you got you in here, you got you in here. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like y'all looking at each other to see what can mm-hmm. I do better than she doing. Mm-hmm. I feel like you looking at better than what can you do that you better do, for yourself. You know, for yourself yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. And that's how I feel like as a braid. I'm like, what can I do better for me? Right. Always and learn. they don't, as a customer or the consumer, <clears throat> they don't calculate that in. Uh-huh. They just look at it like, you got a reputation up a hole. You better do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they now, ain't considerate. So at the end of the day, when I'm picking up my phone, they're like, how much is my tool? I'll be like, sold a 9,650. Right, okay. So mine is like, yo, give me the same respect I'm giving you. Mm-hmm. I pushed back three clients for you, but you didn't know that. I don't got to text I you and say, hey, I'm going to squeeze you. And people text me on a Friday and be like, can you squeeze me in? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that loyalty and I'll be like, you me. came to me for high demand, but you ain't thinking that I, 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 I squeezed you in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I squeezed three other people from yes. 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Yes. So you can get in at 2 p.m. to be you out by 4 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, tell them, I tell them all the <laughs> Man, time, listen. yo, I'm not sitting here waiting f- to cut your hair. I ain't sitting there I for you. I ain't sitting here with, for you. Wait, I'm you. not I got you. other people coming, right, bro. I'm here for me. They be on some I'm selfish shit. Yeah, they on some selfish shit. Everybody want to get in and out. Yo, they some microwave culture, yo. Man, that part. Microwave. Microwave. Everything went down. Like my man now said, y'all want microwave culture. I got easy bake oven. You ain't the You ain't the Say it again. Say it again. They want the easy bake oven. Yeah. Man, listen. My dudes know what he just said, right? Mm-hmm. Don't be squeezing. Listen, nigga, I'm gonna squeeze you in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You late? If you late, oh, he done. He's done. Yeah. He going to the back of the line. Okay. See, I put my class on probation. Real shit. <laughs> and motherfuckers that know me, nigga, yeah. you gonna get a haircut for three months. Yeah. yeah. I don't care if you go to Joe Blow, right. go whatever, whatever. Joe Real shit. Guess, guess what? Right. And to get Blow. back in. Mm. Nigga, you gotta me a thousand dollars just to get back right. in. Mm. You gotta pay a fee. You gotta pay a fee. And they already know what I tell you. That's real. Don't eat, damn. Because the nigga ain't gonna know, play by their head. I got video footage right now on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I'm, I'm sorry, champ. You the best. You yeah. the best. Same on, love. So you gonna do this on in front of everybody? Yeah. You, you mm-hmm. the best. Same love. Like, a nigga and a woman, is, yeah. they're not gonna Man, play I, about that. I head. flip the phone around, text messages like, "What can I do to get back in?" <laughs> what you mean? You I need to do this an application, COVID test, and everything. Yeah, real shit. I need to know stuff because at the end of the day, you didn't respect my time. Like yeah, I'm giving everybody. Listen, when I time wake up important. and I come to the shop, mm-hmm. I'm like. How can I make this person debut? Fuck what I charge. What I charge is posted. Mm-hmm. Right. What I'm giving is different. Yeah. If I wake up and I drink my protein shake, I work out, I'm like, I'm going to get it. They don't even know what they better get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. I worked yeah, out yeah. this morning. Oh, Versus. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
God. I'm gonna talk to my ex. You know what I mean? Like, it's different. Like, she real shit. Yo, get your head down as an experience, yo. Speaking of speaking of COVID, how has COVID affected your business? Now, I'm gonna speak real and leave on the board. Me? Mm. I'm structured. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. Clients come in like, yo, what happened to the seating booth? I'm like, ain't no seating. Is you getting hair wash. Yeah. You get hair wash, you get to the front chair, you get blow dried out, and you in and you out. out. Yes. You always wanted this. This is your birthday. Okay. Mm. You get your hair, you okay. in and you out. <laughs> They're like, what about the seating? Ain't no seating. Mm -hmm. Are you at the ball? Is you clean? Yes. Is you dry? Mm -hmm. it, listen, you getting in and getting out. Mm -hmm. COVID has been actually... Wonderful. Best. <laughs> <laughs> they come in with a mask. I ain't got no mask. You ain't gonna start. You better go to the corner store get your mask. Wonderful. <laughs> and I feel like it's more structured. Mm -hmm. It's more disciplined for people. Yes. Cause we lax. We lax on that. We like, oh, I'm mad. He twenty minutes late. I'm gonna get mad. I fuck with him. We go to the club. And but at the end of the day, that man, that same man that I take a chance to really don't respect my business. Nope. But I'm gonna make a respect that shit right now because mm. I'm getting you in. I'm getting out. No real shit. People come in my in my shop and be like, Yo, where the seating chairs at? Ain't no seating. We can get That's you in and out. One at like a time. Like you always wanted. You yeah. always wanted this. Mm. You, really you always did. wanted to get yeah, in and out. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. I'm gonna give it to you, but they looking for that vibe. Right. I yeah. wanted to sit and I wanted to smoke hookah. Nah, we ain't no hookah. <laughs> <laughs> put your mask, put your mask up. What the man say? Shorty, put your mask up. Put your mask up. So I mean, I appreciate. I'm not saying that being a pandemic was the best thing. Mm. But reaping the benefits yes. was the best thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Gotcha. So for right. me, I it. I keep it clean and simple. Get in, get out, keep it moving. Okay. You know? All right. That's that on that. Miss Karan? I'm going to speak on um, when COVID first started because I'm not going to lie. I had anxiety mm -hmm. personally um, as far as um, everybody knows that a lot of hairstylists, some of us doing it illegal, some of us doing it legal. Mm -hmm. We don't get paychecks. Okay. So it was very hard for those couple months. Um, right. Everybody knows this. Um, and at, at a serious point, it was even like, you take a risk to pay mm -hmm. your bills, mm -hmm. so let some couple, couple people come in your house, mm -hmm. or you go in the shop, and pretty much, you know, make ends meet. You mm -hmm. know, it was very hard. I mean, speaking on myself, it was very hard for me. I had to really take my savings and like figure out what I was going to do. I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm in the house. I can't do nothing. You know, I'm thinking about how I'm going to make my next dollar. You know, I do hair. It wasn't like I was operating something else to do or I know I'm going to get this check because unemployment going to come through. No, it's not like that. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I took my savings and I was like, I'm going to get some hair. I'm going to make some wigs. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like, That's smart. I was in the house Making wigs. I mean, I remember to the point where so I sold a wig for so cheap. Mm -hmm. It was even like, all right, she going, she ain't, she ain't wanted for this price. It was the last wig I had. Mm -hmm. I'm like, look, I'm going to take off like maybe like $100. Mm -hmm. Bam, got the, you know, like it was a gamble, but it was so hard. Like I'm super, super, I knew something was going to come behind it. Uh -huh. I'm super blessed behind the fact that when we did open up, because the salon I worked at, we opened up to the end of June. Mm -hmm. So that was from March to the end of June. Because I remember Father's Day came up and I still wasn't working. Mm -hmm. And um, when I did open my book back up, clients was, they was rolling in. Okay. They was like, you know, mm -hmm. when can I, they, you know, like, this was a blessing. Right. Real shit. Like, yeah. it was a blessing. Um, thank God. I mean, I had new clients. I've had um, my, my old clients. Just, everybody's just been pretty much consistently booking, you know, mm -hmm. 
people been on time, you know, because <laughs> yeah. like they feel like, oh, you know, like I can't do this, I can't do that. And another thing is with with the whole COVID situation, prices, you can set your prices up. Okay. I mean, okay. Yeah, you can set your prices up. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, a lot of people had a breaking point mentally. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this on myself because. I myself experienced anxiety, and um, thank God I came back from it. A lot of people don't come back from stuff like that. Mm-hmm. No, nah, they don't. You know, like, it's hard. Like, you know, I thought, like, what the hell is going on? My heart throat yeah. tightening up? What yeah, the hell is yeah, going yeah, on? Yeah. But it was just the situation. fear of not knowing what was going to happen next, you know? Mm-hmm. And like we explained about the whole COVID situation, it's like some of us is out here doing hair on just trying to make ends meet, but yeah. in reality, you putting yourself in harm's way. True, sacrificing yeah. your life. Yeah. So it True. was definitely hard, but people dropping like flies. You <sighs> scared to death. Yeah, yeah. and then you yeah. want to just get money just so you could pay the next bill. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, thank God, everybody is here. That's, right. Right. You know? Chan, what'd you say? <laughs> I shut down for like. The people's dropping like flies. Mm-hmm. They're like, <laughs> wait a minute, what the fuck is going on? Like, yeah. I want to make sure first and. All these movies we watch, Outbreak and this, that, and the third. I was like, man, this shit real. Mm-hmm. So she ain't the only one with anxiety. Right. Mm-hmm. Keeping it real, I'm a thorough motherfucker, but I had anxiety. I yeah. was like, these motherfuckers shut down the sports entertainment's world. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You don't I said, know. It was, I said, it was yeah. all the talks. Ain't nobody know. All the talks and being in prison all them years about, yo, they're going to come with a new world order and all this shit. I said, mm-hmm. yo, this shit is happening. Yeah. Shit is shutting down. Yeah. So what got me through it mentally. Yeah. That I'm more stronger than maybe her uh-huh. and the others because uh-huh. I done been in an incarcerated situation. Okay. So to me, it's still like a part of freedom. Yeah. yeah. But I said, these motherfuckers finally doing this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's going down. So I shut down for three months. Mm-hmm. And thank God, you know, blessed that, that. that I had the money to fall back on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, money started running out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So what a hustler do, we got to make, make it. it. So I got to yeah. sit back and think hard, like she was saying. Yo, I got to get this paper. Mm-hmm. But all my guys are straight up. If they sick, they're going to let me know. All right. Mm-hmm. So I had to go out here mm-hmm. on a ledge mm-hmm. to cut. And every client, it's like my life was a life, life, life and death situation. Mm-hmm. It was scary. Mm-hmm. Got finished one client. I'm good. I'm all right. Yeah. right. And every time they got in the chat, I had gloves, had all that shit. Yeah. Right. And I look at him, champ, what the fuck you looking at? I'm just looking at <laughs> They like, champ, what the fuck you looking at? He said, the fuck you looking at? <laughs> I was like, boy, just making sure you're breathing all right. Are you good? Just <laughs> take a deep breath. Yeah. Nick, come on with this bullshit. All right, cool. Right, yeah. So it's crazy that once upon a time you cough. Yeah. Um, so somebody say bless you. Yeah. But now a nigga cough. I'm like, nigga, what the like, fuck is going on? Why you looking at me like that? Why you looking at? But it, it was a chance I had to take. Yeah. yeah. You had to risk yourself. Yeah. And like I said earlier, we was talking before the interview. Yeah. When I shut down uh-huh. for three months. Uh huh. And I was always known as the Lysol bleach man. I cleaned my van out and everything. Yeah. I still caught COVID, and I wasn't even cutting hair. Okay. So being safe, yeah, I still caught it and almost lost my life being safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then once I healed again, I was afraid to really come back outside again. Right. Everything I looked at life so different. Uh huh. But I started back again. I say I gotta eat. Bills don't stop. Yeah. I don't hear Larry Hogan, Governor Hogan, talking about okay, the BG, the rent gonna still be put on the back burner. Yeah. No, nah, these mother, I gotta pay the bills. Yeah. yeah. So, stop. so stop. last year, mm-hmm. like what she said, last year mm-hmm. when it first came out, mm-hmm. 
But now, as humans, it becomes the norm. Yes. It's 10 times worse now, but guess what? We get used to it. Right. Yeah. So, therefore, I'm just chancing it. Yeah. It's a gamble. It's a gamble. Right, right. So, I got my life in the situation is we're, we're all entrepreneurs and we're self-employed. Mm -hmm. So, I got to eat. Mm -hmm. So it's just a chance we got to take. Mm -hmm. And every client, you got to bless yourself and pray yeah. before real you cut that client's hand. Yeah. Like, you know right. what I mean? Plain and simple. Yeah, yeah. man, real shit. Mm. Now, is what you say. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, listen. Uh -huh. uh, I was fortunate, man. Um, I did have to shut down because the county, you know, the, the stipulations, whatever, you know, shops, everything had to shut down. Mm -hmm. I'm going to drop this nugget, though. What I did uh, the year prior, and I suggest this to everybody that's an entrepreneur, whether you're a barber, stylist, DJ, whatever you do, I'm on a payroll. I got myself, I got an LLC. Mm -hmm. I got a payroll company. I put myself on payroll. So I was able to receive unemployment. Okay. Smart. Okay. So every two weeks, I get a paycheck. Okay. Okay. So now the discipline, when we go back to what we were talking about earlier, how yeah. we always getting cash money. Uh-huh. Basically, all you got to do is feed your business account, yeah. which feeds your payroll. Okay. okay. I get my taxes taken out because that was a killer. Uh -huh. The self-employment tax was uh -huh. killing me uh -huh. every year. Yeah. Five Gs, yeah. damn near, if not more. All right. Um, you get a W-2 now. I get a W-2 now. Okay. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I suggest this to everybody. And the real That's benefit, smart. the real benefit of it that made me do it. Bush. You all right over there? <laughs> oh, all right. Bush. All right. Long as you ain't passing out. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> the real benefit was that. I'm good. The real benefit was that I was able to uh, establish a 401k. Okay. Ooh. And I put money from the pay. Of course, you know how it is with the yeah. employee. You take money from your paycheck and put in your 401k. Yeah. Bless because you. I'm the the business owner and the employee, yeah. I can take whatever percentage okay. from my paycheck. Uh -huh. So my child support come out of there. Uh -huh. My 401k come out of there. Uh -huh. My taxes come out of there. Uh -huh. Now, mind you, like I said, during the pandemic, it changed things because now it's like, yo, I had to scale down. Mm-hmm. Because I closed for a minute, and mm -hmm. then what I did was I used another situation to kind of, kind of say, you know, for my people's my people's that was like, yo, what, what you doing? What you doing? I know mm -hmm. you got something shaking. Mm -hmm. So I made it happen. Mm -hmm. I wasn't telling everybody. It was only for the people that was reaching out to me, Bush. and I still was able to mm -hmm. maintain because my uh, so so the payroll company basically is at your leisure. Okay. So I hit them up like, look, suspend payroll. Until I say when. Mm -hmm. So I ain't had to feed the payroll, you know what I'm saying, because I, t I put it on suspension. Mm -hmm. But I was still getting a couple little dollars from here and there, you know, moving and shaking or whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, I was able to get unemployment. Okay. So I made up. smart. Boy, yeah. You taught me something. Yo, I'm telling you. You taught me something. Yo, when I tell you, when I tell you, when I tell you that's the game. Yeah. When I tell you that's the game. So they yeah. can take out everything for you. They, they take out everything for you. Head. And let me tell you something. And they hitting your head every year. Let me tell you oh, something. When man. I talked to my, when I went to my accountant last year, mm -hmm. this the first time ever, ever, I ain't owe like a tremendous amount. Okay. Okay. A tremendous. We talking okay. about yo. I'm used to. 
Yeah, yeah go on the bathroom. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> we used to, we, yo, I'm talking about, I used to be in there, I'm talking about, like I said, on anywhere from 35 to 6,000. Uh-huh. Like, yo, that's crazy. Yeah. That's you crazy. You cut all that shit down. Because I wasn't paying quarterly. Yeah. You know, because as an entrepreneur, you got to take out your own tax. And do it yourself. Yeah. And do it yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was paying quarterly. It was still killing. It's a headache. It's yeah. a headache. It's a headache. So, like, yo, I'm telling, like, yo, I tell, I tell everybody in, like I said, I don't care if you're a DJ because I DJ too, but mm-hmm. yo, you do, you entrepreneur, you get your LLC, right. get yourself a payroll company, mm-hmm. put yourself on payroll, come through me because I get a bonus when you do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yo, that's slick though because so they take everything they out. They take yeah. everything yeah. out, yo. Yeah. And yeah. then pay all that. And then it'll or... also increase your discipline. Yeah. Because you like, yo, I got to make sure my payroll good. Right. And see, I got kids. Right. So another thing with that, it allow you to Put your kids on payroll. Okay. Oh, and so okay. you could put all your kids' paycheck in their 401k. Okay. That's so whereas though that's her. By the time they 20, yeah. 20 years. Yeah. You putting a hundred percent. Say right. you put eighty percent in that right. joint. Right. Oh, your kids hundred thousand ass. Yeah, that's May, all damn near million ass by the time they twenty. That's hard. Bruh, I got bruh. Free I game love, like a motherfucker, shit. yo. I'm, I'm proud of you, bro. Salute the knowledge. Free yeah. game on that. Yeah. Free game on that. I love you, knowledge. Free game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's no, why they call you knowledge. And I, and I share that with, with my folks because okay. that's one of them That's one of them um, conversations that, you know, us as African Americans, yeah. we don't talk about money and not how enough. to make money make yeah. money. Right. Yeah. You know, that's something that we not taught, bro, yeah. and that's yeah. something that our counterparts yeah. take advantage of and we not... Because they always changing their financial shit right, every right, year, right, yo. Right, right. Like, and this, and, and I swear, behind. when I when I when I'm talking, to, I'm talking to the, to the person, you know. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I say, what? We yeah. can do what? Yeah. And okay, four hundred one k because stylists, barbers, we yeah. don't have retirement plans. We right, don't. Right. Uh, most right. of us, we need it. We yeah. We don't have vacation time. Yeah. We don't have the perks that people have Everything sick time at your own that the nine to fives have. Yeah. So this was a way where it caught when I'm you know when you talk to somebody you process I'm processing it while the dude telling me I'm like mm-hmm. oh wait a minute mm-hmm. I could do my own four one k. Yeah. So you know how the average person is like yo I'm putting six to eight percent nine percent of my paycheck into my four one k. Yeah. I was like no. Nah. Yeah. Give me twenty. Put twenty percent. Okay. That's real. Shit. Okay. Put twenty percent. So yeah. he put the joint in the computer projection. Yeah. This man told me in thirty years. So I was what twenty? No, excuse me. I was thirty, like thirty eight mm-hmm. or whatever, something like thirty seven, whatever. Thirty years. Mm-hmm. My four hundred one k will be worth one point three million. Okay. Type of deal. Okay. So of course I ain't gotta go all the way to thirty. Yeah. But. I'm just looking at that number. Like, right. yo, that's good. Yeah. That's good yeah. for me. That's good for my kids. Yeah. I'm straight. Right. So I just say that, yo, yo, I'm telling you. That's, that's free the game. move. Yo. Shout out to Niles for that free game. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Niles, man. Janet. Good one. I'm telling you, I'll put you on. I'll put you on. Um Check of course, Check same, same things as, as everybody else. The that first, first the first two weeks, I was like, oh yeah, we go home for two weeks. That's nothing. I relax. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. A little vacation. I needed that. Mm-hmm. Then they said a month. It was like April first. They said April thirtieth. I think I fainted in my living room. Like what? <laughs> a whole month without work. Yeah. Whoa. Knowing that yeah. you know we don't get 
anything when we're not working. Right. And to mm-hmm. think an entire month with no income mm-hmm. and you still have bills and you're just not getting anything. You're just sitting in the house. And, and I think a lot of hairstylists and barbers, we used to doing. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't like sitting still. That's mm-hmm. the whole purpose of our job. We don't, you know, we don't like the same thing every day. So we want to live our lives. Um, And I was just like, okay, well. So I think the first month, the anxiety and the just, I was like, all right, I'm going to um, find a hobby. Mm-hmm. Watch TV. <laughs> you know, be lazy, cook. I was making all types of food. Sure, I stopped eating meat. Yeah, like I was just doing all these different things. And then that second month hit, and I was like, wait a minute, girl. We got to do some work. So, you know, I started working on my site. I started making wigs, too. I um, did some product bags for my clients. I sold those. I was just trying to find, you know, different things that I could do in the meantime to make a couple dollars, and it worked out mm-hmm. until things opened back up in June. So I was like, whew, thank God. Yeah. And then everybody started coming back, and I really feel like when people did come back, they needed so much done to their hair mm-hmm. that it oh kind of equaled out. Because it was like, you know, we went in the shop, and we were talking about, like, okay, we're going to all work three days a week. And at mm-hmm. first, some people were like, I can't do I need five. I need this. And we were like, you know, let's just try to do three days a week, mm-hmm. try to spread our clients out, let's start there. Then, you know, if we can come back to all five and we spread people out at different times so that everything can be safe, it, it'll work out. And I think the clients was pretty understanding. We were able to get back, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. It's not that perfect. It still has yeah. its days because people yeah, don't have sure. money, too. That's true, another true, thing. True, true. And a lot of clients, true. they're going to tell you that they're cool, but they're going to tell you their finances. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, hey, mm-hmm. I want to come in, but... I only got, like, I want something that's 100 or less because mm-hmm. I don't right. have a lot of money. Right. My kids is home. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I found that has been very complicated for me is a lot of my clients are working from home, so they try and bring their work to the shop. And it's like, you can't get your head up One with the mask on. Yeah, with you the, got the computer. Gotcha, and, gotcha. You know, and then they got to stop out for a conference yeah, call. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah, like, sure. you got to interview. Respect your job. Yeah, like, respect, respect yours. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I can't, you know, I can't accommodate yeah. all your needs, but I'm going to do my best. So I think that, you know, we just still making it. That's all we're I can say. But, I mean, yeah. we're hustlers, too. Yes. Yes. And I think everybody has that in them. We've been able to just still... We, To so, me, it's crazy because I'm not... You know, everybody think I'm a little bougie, a little prissy. I'm not real street. <laughs> but I still have that hustler mentality. Yeah. And, I'm, and I had to think about it like, okay, coming back to work, I'm going to have this many days. What am I going to do? How am I going to make this work for me? Because at the end of the day, we got to have our own back. True. I didn't know True. about this unemployment thing that was going to come. Yeah. It just happened to us. We got lucky. Yeah. But still, we're not the type of people to want to rely on that. We had to make yeah. it work for ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. One thing about this, Jan, this cover shit really, whether you bougie or not, it woke your ass up mm-hmm. to a reality yeah. and scared the fuck out you to the point that, yeah. yo, right. can't nothing fuck with it. We're going to do this. Yeah. yeah. Had to hustle. Yeah. Prime example, not to well, jump I off the hair situation, but ahead, to mothers, as to mothers, when they shut down, like I said, sports entertainment's world, when they shut that shit down, I'm like, these bitches finally did this shit. It's coming. They try to shut everything down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when they shut the schools down, mothers, Panicking, families. I'm gonna work. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna gonna lose my job. Kids. Mm -hmm. But how the government know? They'll adapt. They'll get used to it. Yeah, yeah. So 85.9 percent now, and with their children going back to school, they realize how their children want learning shit. You you understand what I'm saying? It's crazy and it's safe. They adjusted and adapted to that situation. So as hairstylists, we're independent, we're self-employed. So we gotta sit back, like, wait a minute, we gotta think this shit out. 
and that we do make a way. But still, at the end of the day, you got first responders, you got all the people in the medical field, but even as, as us, we put our life on the line to make a living to even go out to cut our clients and do things. Because mm -hmm. I prayed every day I went out to cut. Just like when I was in the streets, I prayed every day before I left the house, I wasn't guaranteed to come back. Mm -hmm. So it put me in that situation again as a hustler doing hair. And I speak for all the females and everybody else that do hair. We had to pray because we might get sick and, and it might be mm -hmm. for the worst. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's serious. So I take my hat off to all the women and guys and barbers that still want to grind because at the end of the day, you got to do what you got to do. And you look past that and be like, hey, it's no, you know, it's just a chance we take. So as a stylist or a barber, <laughs> you put yourself in that in that in that in that, in that in that underworld aspect of it, like it's either do or die. Like you know, we have yeah, to do that. Right. So it's a blessing it's that we still here, be able yeah. to pay our bills. Yeah, it shocked yeah. us for a moment, and we had to think about how we're gonna do this. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <coughs> excuse me. Then other family members telling us, "Don't be doing that. Don't do this. Yeah. Don't yeah. do that." But. You you are all right. You get paid every week. Yeah. You get a salary. Yeah. And you work from home. Uh, yeah, you work from yeah. home. You get self-employed. Motherfucker, what the fuck? Man, I, I had clients no reaching out to me like, what's your cash at? What's your mm -hmm. Zelle? Yeah. Like, yeah. do you need groceries? Yeah. So oh. that's when mm -hmm. I said that loyalty thing kind of made out. me... Shout out, say yes. that again. Yes. Shout out to all the clients yes. who understood and was like, yo, I'm going to send you some money because yes. I know I would be coming every yeah. two weeks yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah if i had to yeah yeah right. yeah <clears throat> and also like a lot of the clients that i really appreciated was the ones that came back and they just came full force like i got a lot of work for you to do you about to make me two wigs i'm mm -hmm. getting my hand out i'm bringing my cousins and my sisters yeah. and all these people so we can get you back right and they really asked and really cared that's those personal blessed and thankful that a lot of people still got a lot of money Mm -hmm. It's levels. Like Meek Mill says, levels to this shit. Mm -hmm. People still buying houses to the pandemic. The, yes. the high sale I market, mean, whatever. So even in hair, mm -hmm. some still have it and some don't. Mm -hmm. And for the ones that really didn't, I still, as a barber or a stylist, you could drop the price to make ends meet. Because yeah. so, you know they seriously in that situation. And yeah. what you said, Jan, that when you know your clients, they keep it 100. Yo, mm -hmm. eat. Oh, yeah. Yo, I got it's, this. It's, it's messed up. Yeah. I said, I got you, Chant. Don't, don't even talk about it. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's do it. Well, I, I get you when we start fresh again. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Right. We're just going to continue where we left off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to bust your back and try to make up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To pay me what you right. wasn't paying me before. You right. still got to eat. People got to eat. Right. That's why when I learned this and, and what you said earlier, that it's a passion for it. Mm -hmm. And that's the passion. Yeah. That's where the love come for that. We still going to eat. Yeah. Even though we're not getting the full potential from our clients when we know that they can't afford certain things now, but we're still going to eat when we really look at it. Mm -hmm. yeah, so it's, it's, a, so it's a blessing. Yeah. Um, still blessing. know what's going to come. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's, a, that's a beautiful thing, man, you know, in the process. Like, you know, and, and it's just like as it, doing hair. I used to lay back every night like, damn, man, I'm going to go out this month. I'm going to catch this shit. I'm going to get this shit. Damn it, man. You know what I mean? You know? Yeah. But when, like I said, when I caught it and I wasn't cutting hair, it really made me confident. But shit, I'm going to go, the second go around, when it, when it, shit, I'm going to go cut hair again. Because I caught it and I wasn't cutting hair. You know what I mean? You know? Right. So, you know, it's just a blessing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and I take my hat off to every hairstylist and barber because we're like first responders too. Yeah. 
We got to keep them looking good. Larry Hogan says, hey, shops is shut down. Barbershops is closed. But Larry Hogan, I see you got a haircut on that interview. <laughs> he got bald mm-hmm. On TV, your bald head is fresh or whatever, you know what I mean? That man could have had a whole beard if, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I must, yeah. Before we go to his next question, is you a motherfucker with that damn uh, moonshine running <laughs> through me like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that moonshine oh, fucked right. us up, man. Oh, yeah, but I listen. Know. No, I did not. Well, okay. I, I can say. <laughs> but look, that was a drink, but I'm thorough. I'm handling. I'm yeah, good. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I had to piss real bad. I'm sorry. But look, my next question was before we gotta wrap it up soon. But my next question was, um, I see from listening to this conversation and from the previous conversations. It's not a business where you can just jump in and go straight to the top. You got to work your way to the oh, top. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So my thing is, what? how do y'all feel about sweets and working booth rent and then having your own your own spots period like how does what what, what is y'all your 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 um your thoughts on that i want to hear from everybody oh man from everybody. look so look because uh, y'all y'all confirmed that you can't just straight go you can't just go straight no matter who you are nah. you can't just go straight what you mean you did it all i had my oh. own shop we get to I had the spot where, where when I first started, yeah. I was paying booth rent, and now I'm in the suites now. Okay. Um, but even still, you still could have your own shit. You just choose to be in a suite. Well, you know my, 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 my thing is, my thing is, I would, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to go into my own situation again until unless I own a building. Yes. Okay. Yes, we talked you know, about so that. That's, yeah. yes. So that's that's my thing. Yes. You know, uh, the, the leasing, right, the leasing kind of like, nah. Um, I say it's all beneficial, mm. but it's all in where you at with it. Okay. So like paying the booth rent was fine because yeah. that's what got me my stripes. I learned. Uh, yeah. You know, I learned the business from mm. that. Um, other people, you learn a lot renting a booth. Right. Mm. Right, mm-hmm. and so now, um, after I rented the booth, then I got my own. Okay. And and so with that, it was like I couldn't find no dedicated people to rent booths because they was all fresh people. They was all new. They didn't have the patience to build clientele. Okay. And and that was the thing. They was like looking at me like, "Yo, why are these people coming for you? Yo, uh, yo, I took years to build this. Yeah, like this yeah. wasn't no overnight. Yeah. Right. They yeah. coming to me because I built this. Right. So. That was something, and then now I'm in the suites because the overhead was the mm. same as paying a booth rent, okay. but you get the privacy of having your own little situation, but it's just smaller. Right. Mm. So it's okay. all beneficial, really. Mm-hmm. Okay. What'd you say, Janet? Um, I stayed in a shop atmosphere majority of my uh, career. <laughs> Um, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'm scared. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go um, ahead. Go ahead. I, all right, so wait, you say what's the verse? I said so. So yeah, yeah, but pretty much. Like, what do you feel like the benefit, the verses to all of it? Like, how do you feel okay, about the whole? I think the salon atmosphere, especially for hairstylists, is going to teach you a lot of things. You're mm. going to have I have somebody just like knowledge at my shop. Mm. Twenty years in the game, had their own shop, went mm. to a suite, mm. been at a salon. I'm going to get that information from them. So mm. I kind of enjoy being in the salon atmosphere because I'm always learning. People always walking in, mm. and it's always going to be something to do. Mm. But what I have seen, I've seen a lot of people come and go through the shop, like he said, because they don't have that patience mm-hmm. to build the clients, to grind hard, to. It sometimes it hurts your feelings sitting there when you, and it used to be me. Mm-hmm. I'm good, right? Mm-hmm. 
I'm sitting there with no clients, and I see her do five people. Yeah. And then my one client, like, damn, she just curled like five people. Um, mm. You only got me today. <laughs> so you're like, hold on, wait a minute, yeah. give me a second. I used mm. to come to work with no clients just to watch people. Mm. Exactly. Like, just to learn. Watch, just to watch. Like mm. that's how that when I when I started, I would yeah. I was a, a shampoo assistant. That's mm. a love. And then for I got a chair and I would come to work. I like I didn't have clients. I would just watch. Like yep. mm. that's how I learned. And like, sometimes some of my, my coworkers didn't even know I ain't had no clients. They like, wait a minute, I saw you doing I'm like, look, I'm washing my own hair, my bundles, I'm making wigs, I'm yeah. doing this and that. Somebody wants some color, I'll do it. Somebody uh-huh. needs some help mm-hmm. around the shop, I'll assist. Mm-hmm. I'll do whatever because unfortunately you're not gonna you're not gonna have that chair every single day. Okay. Mm-hmm. You gotta take some time to build it up. And I think being in the shop, sometimes you can have that extra people, mm-hmm. you know, there to kinda like motivate you. Right. That's true. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Okay. Yeah, and if you're not motivated by what they say, you can just look at them. They did ten people, that should be your motivation. Yeah, that's yeah. Real. True, true. That's okay. True. That makes that's sense. That's real. What you say, Champ? Well, Champ, like I mean, you can go from all angles. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's, I never had a problem with not having no clientele. I was okay. already self-made. Okay. So before I hit the streets, mm-hmm. they was waiting on me before I even hit the streets. Because you already sent word. And, and not just that, in the federal penitentiary. Mm-hmm. Dudes is going home. Yeah, and they see Over the it. years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boy, writing letters. Boy, I can't wait. Boy, they turn. So when I came home, I was like a celebrity mm-hmm. hitting the streets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I realized the type of clientele and the dudes I was dealing with, I said, eventually, I got to have some personal. My guys don't want to be around nobody. Guys with money don't want to be around nobody. Right. Yeah. Things right. started getting bad and real bad out they here. Yeah. So I had to be personal. Yeah. Then I went from the shop, personal uh, salon, girls downstairs, my little personal suite upstairs. If you wasn't official, you wasn't getting in. Mm-hmm. So then I went to the mobile van. Mm-hmm. That's when I started doing the mobile van. Mm-hmm going to my clients' houses, mm-hmm. certain clients, and it was just like word of mouth. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, And it was just basically, I'm so blessed. Because mm-hmm. yes. I didn't have to go through what she was saying, mm-hmm. watching people just do hair. Mm-hmm. And I respect that because what she was doing, mm-hmm. she didn't perfect her craft. She was just like in the making. I'm going to be yeah. the same way. Yeah, yep. yeah. perfecting her craft. I'm going to be the same motherfucking mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. So I know where she coming from. That's why she nice to this day. That's why you nice. You know what I'm saying, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just that a lot of people are afraid to really tell that side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, you know? I'm not, and, yeah. and not to be sarcastic and arrogant, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I tell clients, clients, they, I, man, sometimes I cut people off. Because mm-hmm. I got more where they came from. Yeah. I'm sort of like on a street minor level. That I'm the plug. So I'm the, I'm the plug. I don't care if you don't buy my shit. Sometimes you're going to buy my shit, but you still might not like me because I'm nice with it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm blessed. These hands are blessed. I, I, I thank God every single night about my hands. Mm-hmm. And as a stylist and barber, you can't get your hands mm-hmm. registered. You can get insurance on your hands. You right, 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 right. Yeah. Just <laughs> like boxers. Boxers, <laughs> boxers have insurance on their hands. Yeah, Floyd yeah. Mayweather, Javante, yeah. you got insurance. As a stylist and as a barber, you can yeah. get insurance on your hands. Mm-hmm. If something ever happened mm-hmm. to your hands, you can get benefits. Yes. All right. Adding okay. to okay. what you know, knowledge was saying because yeah. he hit me to the the part where you could take out and then yeah, what yeah, he said yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. he probably deep. helped a whole lot so, of so, so it's that. So it's a passion. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a passion. Like, okay, yeah. It's a passion, man. Right. When you look at it, you know okay. what I'm saying. And I'm okay. blessed. And I also with the, in the ones like individuals like how you started and how you started. It was a blessing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it's funny how I say I always wanted to cut hair mm-hmm. when I had my son. Mm-hmm. 
Some people say, oh, it took him to get holy, to right. get into the Bible, go to prison. But sometimes maybe it ends up that way. It takes certain things. Sometimes to make it, yeah. maybe yeah. it was my destiny to go there to get to learn the yeah, world. Right. To get you right. that way right. you To respect right. everything else. Absolutely. And as a woman being a hairstylist, man, that's tremendous work. It's yeah. not easy. Yeah. None of that is not easy. Real shit. Mm -hmm. You might make a lot of money. You do it with four or five hundred. I'm like, whoa. Mm -hmm. That's what I say. You know what? I got to up my prices. I'm dealing with these type of dudes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get paid what I know I'm supposed to get paid. Exactly. Mm -hmm. now, I'm not saying what I get paid, but trust me, for one head. Yeah. I get paid for one head, but sometimes one girl might get for a stylist, a female stylist might get for doing a weave. Right. Yeah. Right. Because I only cater to certain individuals. Yeah. Not saying that people can't afford me or whatever, <laughs> so whatever. That's just real. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Level up. Yeah. All right. All right. What you say, Karan? Um, I'm going to speak on what you just said um, about, you know, you cater to certain people. I'm not going to lie. At, at one point in time, I, I felt myself, I was like, um, when I, when, I'm going to say this. Just from sitting and watching other stylists, I'm like, oh, she drive a nice car. Her clients, they all got nice jobs. They nice looking. I want them type of clients. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the type of clients I want. Mm. And when you focus on that and... You keep those thoughts in. Um, I don't know if anybody ever read Law of Attraction. Yes. That's the type of yes. input you're going to get. Yeah. If you want negativity, yes. that's you're gonna what you're going to get. Gonna negative. Get. Yeah. But that was what I, I'm like, okay, I want clients like that. You know? And when you visualize those type of clients, you become that person. If you want clients that got nice jobs, nice cars, nice places, you got to be an example of it. Yeah. You got to be an example of it. Yeah. That's just so, what it is. Yeah. I mean, thank God, you know, just leveling up and <clears throat> having a decent type of clientele, they put me in a really good position because I have some clients that be like, well, you know, I do this and I can do this for you and I can do that. Those type of people I want. Right. You know, um, even working for somebody that, you know, she she definitely, she was very, very, very smart as far as a business mm -hmm. um, adventure. Mm -hmm. But most of all, she set the bar. Like, you know, if you if you ain't follow that, you ain't have to. It's, it's up to you. Mm -hmm. She set the bar very high, and I appreciate her for that. Mm -hmm. So it made me think, like, look, I got to set the bar high. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you could, I don't work it. in some salons. You'd be like, shh, I don't like this. You <laughs> know, right. but you just want to get your clients in and out. So, yeah. and um, I've had a suite before. I love the suite. Mm -hmm. um, then I realized some, I came in the suite one time. Click the lights. People got problems too. The lights out. What? Yeah. Damn, she didn't yeah. even tell me the lights out. So I gotta like, girl, they must be closed. I gotta go home and do you. Mm -hmm. And then I gotta knock like twenty dollars off because I'm taking her to my house. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. I, I the question I'm gonna tell you the question there, but I'm gonna say this real quick. A few weeks ago, I was in the barber shop. I hope the nigga don't hear this, but he ain't my barber. But the nigga that worked in the barber shop that I work in, there's only two of them. Okay. And a nigga girl came in. His baby mother came in there. This is the first time I witnessed this. His baby mother came in the shop and was like, um, she apparently they had an issue. And they came in there. They was she she came in bitching, beefing about him with something. And he was like, yo, go ahead, go ahead. He had a little kid in the chair. I'll never forget this shit. Had a little ass kid in there. The kid ain't buzzed. That's how I was like, damn, sure they ain't even cry nothing. The little kid was sitting in the chair. Ain't budge. The girl came in there fucking with him like, you going this, 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 He like, go ahead. I'm at work. I'm at work. Blah, blah, blah. She, he wasn't giving her what she was looking for. So she come in, knock all this shit off, off the counter. Oh, wow. He mm -hmm. grabs the girl. 
And they get to fight, and she like, yeah, you grab me, I'm calling the police, I'm outside, you can't even pay this and pay that and pay that. Because the nigga shot is in somebody, I don't know how it works, but basically the person upstairs owns the building, I'm, I'm assuming. He renting it out, but he's not paying the bills like he should be. So that business was put out there and all that. My bub had, he cut my head, he grabbed this shit, because he be, he be doing his thing on the low, so he grabbed this shit left. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in here? So so my thing, I'm saying that to say that I know that when you got your own spot and you working with somebody else and then it's not, and like you said, having a whole building, you ain't got to worry about that shit. You, you, this is your shit, so can't nobody do nothing. And if he was in somebody else's spot, they didn't, they didn't put his business out to his girl, baby mother, yeah, whatever it was, all much. that. It's messy. So yeah. if you going, if you ain't gonna do business the right way, you gonna be in 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 a hole fucking with people and not carrying it the right way. Mm-hmm. That that was my whole point in saying that. But the question was, yeah, yeah, comparison to um, renting, uh, booth rent, and then having your own shit. What's what's your belief? What's your thoughts on all that? I mean, because you've been through the whole ranks, right? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I'm in the process of actually buying right now. Okay. You know? So just so I can have that mm. the authority over having my own position on everything. Right. Same thing. Mm. I mean, when you create your own business, you create your own stipulations okay. on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what you want and don't want in your establishment, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever my client's going through, that ain't my business. Yeah, yeah. You're going to show up on time or you're going to show up. Yeah. But you ain't allowing no fuck shit to no, go on. Hell either. no. Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. Because for one, I don't want to hear about it because mm-hmm. whatever you got going on ain't my business. Right. Like I said, that's first and foremost. Right. And if it's causing you to be late, mm-hmm. I'm even gonna have my own discretion. I'm gonna be like, oh, you know what? That was a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm all right, I'm gonna wait for you. Yeah. Well I'm not. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, I ain't gotta put my personal schedule into your life. Mm-hmm. You late, you late. Right. No matter what the case may be. Right. I mean, as stylists, we get used to, or inadvertently, we get used to conforming our lives into our, our clients' lifestyles. We'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, I've been doing her hair for 10 years. Mm-hmm. This is my homegirl. I know she's been beefing my baby for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> Let me <laughs> extend it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know, it's inadvertently, we get adapted to our clients' lifestyle. Like, mm-hmm. and we, 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 we become therapists, mm-hmm. we become psychologists, we mm-hmm. become. Yeah. We become everything our clients need us to be, and we don't even ask for it. It, yeah. just, it just happens that way. And um, it can be a blessing and a curse at times. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, moving forward in life, I feel like like the less I know, the less I got to worry about. True, true. So I, I let my that. clients vent, I but I don't answer right. back. Right. Yeah. They'll vent, oh, my baby fall, he's the reason I'm late, my son, right. he's sick. I'll be like, okay, <laughs> what you getting done? Right, right. What you getting done need mine. What you getting done? Yeah. yeah, at the end of yeah. the day. So I mean, for me, I try not to take the personal with mm. the business. Mm. Right. Business always first. Yeah. The personal come thereafter. Right. And you like to lean that little shoulder and just like Yeah. Shoulder you gotta lean on. Yeah, 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 a little bit. A little so bit, I mean yeah. it's, it's 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 a thin line. Yeah. With all due respect. I care about everybody that comes to me and Yeah. But that's the because per- sometimes clients don't even to their friends. Yeah. They went to the stars before they went they to their friends and family. Because if they feel like you ain't going to judge, they going to feel no, comfortable. No, we don't, and we don't. Mm-hmm. We be like, what you getting? We be like, we be like, what, yeah. what you getting? But what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did, make you feel good. He did what? Mm-hmm. You can decide by the middle part. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
Yeah, I tell I tell my uh, I tell my clients too when they start doing that. Sometimes I'll be like, "You want the real answer, or you want the fluff answer?" <laughs> yeah, because I can give you the fluff because right. you you might not want to hear the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times, but I tell, yeah. I tell the truth all the time. I give it to him raw. Hey, Chance, you ain't got no cut cards. I said, nigga, I ain't no second out here in the real world. I know. You ain't getting no second chance. I said, damn, Chance. I learned that from a, I learned that a minute ago. They respect They do. That's why I tell them, like, yo, what you want? You want the fluff or you want the real? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't give them that opportunity, so (laughs) you better than me. I don't give them no fluff. Straight up and down. You know what you get when you come in. Yeah. All right, well. Knowledge is moonshine has fucked all of us up. Oh my god, tell me about it. I just had to pee like a motherfucker drinking all that shit. But oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, in closing, let's let's go around because um, like I said before, we just showing the talents of the city got the offer. So you know, you like what you hear, you want to try some people out. Now is the time to check out their social medias and reach their contacts so we can go. Janet, you can kick it off. Your name and your, your Instagram, how they get in reach. Um, Jan, Jan So Style Show Instagram. I have a website link on there and a phone number. Okay. Knowledge the Barber, Common Minds on Instagram, C-O-M-M-E-N-M-I-N-D-Z. I actually happened to wear the t-shirt today. Okay. My first t-shirt I made. Okay, you see the camera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was the question? What, what? Yeah, no, ain't no question. The moonshine got your yeah, 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 Push yeah. it, push it, how people can get in contact with your Instagram. Oh, brother. Eric Live Life, E-R-I-C-L-I-V-E-L-I-F-E. I'm doing a wheelie on a motorcycle. Okay. Right, okay. on my page. And that's how you get in touch with me. Hit me on the inbox, outbox, it don't matter. Okay. You know, my page is open. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the inbox and the outbox. <laughs> 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 the outbox. Karan. All right, my name on Instagram is Karan Cavallari. I misspelled because a lot of people misunderstand my name. It's Karan, like the holy Karan. It's K-A-R-O-N. <laughs> and um, my page is open. You can shoot me a text or a DM. And I also have a website. It's Karan Cavallari. Okay. Yeah, it's your turn. I'm just caring. <laughs> but y'all know me as these hands. Just these mm-hmm. hands. Yeah. Where the S's are, replace it with a Z. Z. These hands. Yeah. And everybody, it's only one me is only one way. Everybody is open for booking right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, book All me. Right. These so hands you a, underscore. You need a new braider, new hairstylist, new barber. Holla at my people's here. This whole purpose of this episode was to shine the the talents of some Baltimore hairstylists and show them that we got a lot to offer. Every episode is a show. We got more often just drugs and violence in Baltimore. We, we got a lot of talents. It's a serious right, city. Man. We offer a lot. Everybody bring a lot to the table. Absolutely. And I just want to keep showing that all the talents and everything we got. So if you got anybody that y'all recommend, Send them my way, and I'm gonna put them on, and you can vouch for them. So yeah, just 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 plug all these people, and I can vouch for everybody in here. I don't put no anybody on here, so yeah, I can vouch for everybody. Definitely. Good energy, good people. Everybody that's in here talented at what they do, and vouch for, and people that can vouch for them. So you know, proof is in the pudding. So like I said, you can check the Instagram. Oh, and also I keep forgetting if you need any services or products promoted. Definitely could do drops on this on this podcast or let me know, DM, text, whatever, call, however. Let me know, I could promote your business. 
And then we signing out. Everybody's drunk. Everybody's pissy in here. <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl Sunday. Check the, the beginning Sunday. of the podcast, and you could count us out on out who we think gonna win or not. And we gonna check back next week. This episode gonna be out this Thursday. We need answers podcast. We out. Fresh up all the track. All right. Uh, 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 bitch, I hustle hard, gotta get that bag Uh, uh, bitch, I'm with the gang and my whole team drag Uh, uh, you talking about some money, bitch, you need some more You need some more Mike, Mike, and Wong got that way, bitch, watch your boat, bitch, watch your boat How about these perks feel like